Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, my name is Alex, and you're listening to the Thousand Movie Project Podcast. I know it can be very tiresome when somebody in a particular line of work decides they want to just vent about that line of work, and so they start complaining about one particular factor, a certain kind of encounter that they always have, and you nod along, and you smile, and you're you're courteous, and you, you hear them out because you're interested in them, they're a loved one, and so you just want, you want them to be able to vent even though you're not really following along, or you've heard this a million times. So there's something I want to talk about, but before I get there, I have to air a certain grievance about working at the restaurant. And it's not, it's basically the same grievance I've told you about a million times. And I know it's tiring to hear about these things, but it's even more tiring to endure them. And the thing I wanted to mention, the a preface to it is the fact that I try very pointedly at this restaurant to never answer the phone. Not my phone, the phone at the takeout desk. Part of the reason I'm so averse to answering the takeout phone is because there's supposed to be someone working at the takeout desk. And in the evenings, there is. During the day, however, management tries to pinch pennies by not paying anyone whatever it would cost 50 bucks to 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 stand at that phone for four hours instead it's just expected that the servers and the bartenders will step away from their tables their responsibilities and answer the phone so a mild component in my veering away from the phone is that i've got in this respect i'm wearing like a proverbial red beret with my fist in the air saying it's not my fucking job trying to it's a very fuck you to the man kind of thing that keeps me away from the takeout desk the other thing that keeps me away from it is that there's something about calling a restaurant that makes everyone really fucking hard to deal with and it's not that they're being belligerent or like deliberately difficult i think it's just normal to call into a restaurant and think okay well i'm in the hands of hospitality now like you're back in the womb and you can just fucking you're you just shit like you can just shit and it's fine kick things make women eat pickles the first thing and this is the part that i talked about in the past is that people will call the restaurant shit's busy i pick up the phone i'm like hey thanks for calling what can i get you and they go what do you have first of all i get angry about that in the restaurant because invariably everyone who asks me hey what do you have there's a menu in front of them also I work at a pizza place. The word pizza is in the name of the place. If you stand inside and you look around, there are photos of pizza on the wall. If you look at the table beside you, you will see a pizza. And I know it's unreasonable to just blanketly tell everyone, don't ask me what we have, just tell me what you want. So I, I know I can't just blanketly have that expectation of people who come into the restaurant. Also, they're looking for engagements. Usually it's it's probably just some sort of social icebreaker asking, what do you have before you then make a request? But it's different on the phone because the reason we are talking right now is because some person, they Googled the name of the restaurant and when they typed the restaurant name into Google, Google presented them side by side with the restaurant's phone number and the menu. And then and I, when people see that pairing, I, they, I think they just figure that the phone number is the audiobook version of the menu. So they call and then I answer and they just want it read to them. One time a person called and she was like, she was like, oh, hi, what do you have on, on your menu? And I said, pizza. And she said, what else do you have? And I said, salad. And she goes, what kind of pizza? I said, pepperoni. 
And she was like, oh, what else? And she was so one by one that I just read her all of the toppings. Every option for a topping, I went through it patiently, I enunciated, and when I reached the end of it, she, she lapsed into thought, and she was thinking, I could hear her wheels turning, and then she speaks up and she goes, can you say that one more time? And so I do. I read every topping available one more time, and then she stops. Can you do a half and half pizza? And I said, yes, you can do a half and half pizza, that's fine. Do you know which, which two halves you would like? And she thinks and she goes, what about quarters or thirds? And I said, no, you cannot do a quartered pizza or a pizza in thirds. That takes too much time. And then she stopped and she thought about it and she goes, how much would I have to pay in order to get you guys to do it in quarters or in thirds? What if I wanted the toppings like in stripes? Like, can you do like streaks of mushroom and then like maybe if I wanted it just to, just to make it fun, sort of circular arrangement, like a spiral of pepperoni? And what if on top of that I wanted like a triangle of peppers and then I don't know, like maybe a square shape with onions? And how much wood would a woodchuck chuck lady? I'm asking you what toppings you want and you're telling me you want math and shapes. Are you the zodiac? killer? Don't ask me if this shit can be done. I don't fucking know if the pizza chef is cool with it. He's on parole. He doesn't speak English. His name is Undress and he gets angry when people want their pizza well done. Why don't you come down to the restaurant? You can be the one to tell him, hey, let me get an extra large pizza with geometry. But I can't say that because I'll get fired. But dude, this woman kept me on the phone with with ridiculous questions for almost 15 minutes. And at the end of it, she said, hmm... When my husband gets home, I'll see what he wants. And then she hung up without saying goodbye. Whatever. The reason I bring it up is because I was standing next to the takeout phone last week, and it rang, and the manager happened to be right there, and he so he told me directly to answer the phone. So I answered it. And a uh, youngish guy, and he placed an order. He, he was prepared with his order, and he was fast with it, so I was grateful. And then at one point, towards the end of it, as I'm telling him how much it's going to cost, he goes, Hey, so... I order the same thing every Tuesday. And I was like, cool, I can tell because you sounded prepared. And he said, yeah, but last Tuesday, I went and I picked it up and you guys were about to close and I got the wrong order, but it was too late to take it back. And I said, oh, sir, I'm sorry to hear that. And he goes, well, yeah, no, it's not your fault, I get it. But, but I was just wondering like, what can you do for me? And I said, Wait, like, like, like a massage? What do you want? I didn't know what he was getting at. And he goes, oh, I was just thinking like, can I get it like, you know, get it discounted? Because the last time, you know? And I was like, okay, hold on. So I went to the manager and I said, hey, there's a guy on the phone. We gave him the wrong order last week. He wants to know if he can get a discount today. And the manager goes, okay, um, take 50% off of the most expensive thing he's ordering. So I go back to the phone. Hey, sir, manager says he can take half the price off of your largest item. And the guy goes, I was actually hoping for the whole order. And I was like, okay, hold on. So I go to the manager. Guy on the phone says he wants 50% off of his whole order. Manager hears me out, rolls his eyes, he's busy, and he goes, fine, whatever, use the manager card, take 50% off the whole thing. Cool. I go back to the phone. Hey, sir, talked with the manager. He said we can take 50% off of your whole order. And the guy goes, oh, I, what I meant was I was hoping you could, like, comp the whole thing, maybe, just because of confusion last time. And at this point, I'm like, this dude fucking sucks. I hate this man. Fuck this job. But I was like, okay, let me check. And so I put him on hold, walk back across the restaurant, go to the manager. Hey, guy on the phone wants to know if he can have his whole order for free. And the manager rolls his eyes, and he sighs really big, and he goes, fine comp the whole thing. So I walk back across the restaurant, pick up the phone. Hey, sir, manager says the whole meal is free. Have a good day. And then I hung up. And then the guy came in and he collected his order and he was very happy. And he thanked me and I nodded. And I was very frustrated by the sight of this man. But at the same time, I was noticing how happy he was. 
and I saw how much food he had just gotten for free simply by asking. And I started to wonder, like, why can't I do that? Why can't... Uh, like, not, not in terms of, like, this being permissible, I mean physically, like, why can't I go up to a vendor, make note of the, of the price they are asking, and then just say, just haggle it down? I heard this entrepreneurial guru on YouTube one time say that if, if you're about to launch a business and you want to try a little exercise that'll prepare you for the rigors of being an entrepreneur, here's what you do. Every single thing you buy for the next week, ask the cashier for a 10% discount. Don't argue for it, just ask for it. His point is that as a business person, it's gonna get you in the habit, it's gonna get you accustomed to inconveniencing people slightly so that you can protect your wallet, which means protecting your income, protecting the jobs of your employees. And when I imagine myself doing such a thing, like asking a barista for a 10% discount on my $3 espresso, and then the barista says, oh, how come? And then I, I just have to tell them like, because I want it, I'm gonna give it to them. I can feel my organs moving. Like I feel my skin going slack as it tries to walk off of my skeleton. And yet, when I think about it, it does seem like a very acceptable thing to do. And like, if I'm gonna have my fist in the air in a red beret about the injustice of having to answer the takeout phone, I should be able to ask for discounts at, you know, a place that I frequent or where they, you know, flagrantly overcharge. And so I decided I'm gonna try it out. As I've mentioned a few times now, um, recently I have been binging the novels of James Elroy lately, and recently I put in a call to my local indie bookstore, and I asked them, because I was like halfway through a 700-page volume one of one of his series, and I was like, okay, by the time the book comes in, I will be ready for volume two. Also, I give too much money to Amazon. But so I called and I said, hey, can you order me a copy of This Storm in paperback by James Elroy? And the person on the phone said, sure, putting in the order now, it'll take five business days. And I said, cool. About 13 days later, I called and they still didn't have the book. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I hung up and um, I started brooding on it and I couldn't fucking shake it off because I was just trying to give some money to my local bookstore and I was brooding, brooding, brooding. And then it occurred to me, I am entitled to a fucking discount. You told me it was going to be five days. I'm paying the publisher's price. It's taken like more than double what you told me. I'm gonna ask for discount. So I called back. Person answers the phone. I said, hey, I uh, put in an order for a book. Can you check the status? Cause I knew when they check the status on the screen, they're gonna see how long it's been. So the person goes, sure. Tack, 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 tack on the keyboard. She brings it up and she goes, hey, the book has been shipped. We don't know where it is. We don't know when it'll be here, but we'll call you when it is. And I was like, and when she said that, I was like, okay, um, well, can I, seeing as it's been more, th more than double the amount of time that I was told, is it possible that I could get a discount? And the person on the phone was like, I can't give you a discount. Um, I can give you my manager's email address and you can ask him. And I was like, okay, never mind, sorry, I asked. Have a good afternoon. And then I hung up and I just started pacing furiously through my apartment because the prospect of writing out an email to the manager of an indie bookstore and telling them I want them to like shave a dollar seventy off of an eighteen dollar paperback, it seemed like the pettiest fucking thing I could ever do. So I didn't do it. 
And at this point, frankly, I am just resigning myself to the fact that I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy who can stand up against the tyranny of capitalism and be like, you know what? I should not have to pay that much money for bread that expires immediately. Because incidentally, that's the thing about shopping at Presidente Supermarket in Little Havana. Yes, the bread is cheaper, but you have to eat it in line. But anyways, at first I was saying it with lament, like, oh fuck, I'm never gonna be that guy who can sort of stand up and claim a discount, whatever. Now, would my life be a little bit easier and cheaper if I was that guy? Maybe it would. But here's how I'm starting to look at it. Whether or not I would be better off in the long run for learning how to demand these kinds of things, I think you do have a natural disposition as a person. And I think it's something you ought to respect about yourself, that it's a sign of your character. If you start to observe the fact that somewhere, for some reason, in your heart, you have cultivated a feeling about how you shall and shall not behave, and you will allow no concessions against those limitations. The fact that I feel as though I'm making some undue, entitled burden of myself by requesting a 10 or 15% discount, yeah, it's a little bit silly and over the top, but it does reflect something. It reflects some values. It reflects, a, I think, a respect for the person on the other side of the counter who's going to have to look me in the eye and deal with that request. I think it reflects a respect for the terms that a seller has imposed on the thing that they are trying to sell. But the way I'm thinking of it is like, let's say, okay, I'm, I'm over the top with my fear that uh, if I haggle down this price, I'm going to offend the seller. Okay, let's dig deeper. What am I afraid that's going to do? How am I going to offend them? Well, they're going to get the impression that I don't think their product is worth whatever they're asking. Okay, why is that a problem? Well, that's gonna sound like I don't see value in what they have made or what they are selling, and I would feel terrible if I made this person feel that way. And then, okay, this is some insight into who I am. Apparently, I am someone who wants to make sure other people feel good about the thing that they have made, and I prioritize that over my financial well-being. And then by extension, you could say like, oh yeah, well, why do I feel that way? Well, because I'm someone who makes things all the time and there are many things that I make where, I, where I'm like, oh fuck, I couldn't get this thing published. And so I know what that pain is like. And now I'm thinking this person made a cookie and they're selling it for $11. And I'm like, it's a fuck ton of money for a cookie, but I don't want them to feel that I don't value the cookie. I don't want them, I don't want them to feel that with the way that I feel when I get a, a, you know, a slew of form rejections for a book that I spent a year on. Now, does that mean I'm sort of hypersensitive. I don't know what that means, but it's just some, it's a fact I can, I can, I can cite about myself going forward if I am introspective. And maybe the thing that ought to be discounted is my judgment. 